Direct support professionals play a crucial role in supporting people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Whether it's job coaching, skills teaching, help with household tasks, or assisting with appropriate medical care, DSPs are so important to help people live and work in the community and achieve some independence. On April 12th, a virtual job interview could be your doorway into this rewarding and fulfilling career. Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home. Thanks for joining us for JOCO On The Go. I'm Jody Hansen, a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County government. On April 12th, you can take part in a virtual job interview to apply to be a direct support professional with Johnson County Developmental Supports. This agency of Johnson County government has a very important mission to serve people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, focusing on their abilities, providing choice-driven supports, and advocating alongside people to live and work in our community. JCDS can't do it without DSPs. Joining us today to talk about what a DSP is and what the job is are Cherie Stingman, who is a DSP, with Johnson County Developmental Supports. And we also have Gary with us. Gary is an individual served by JCDS. So we wanna hear what Gary thinks is important about staff. So why don't we get started? Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So Sharice and Gary, just talk a little bit about what is a DSP? What is a staff person at JCDS? What is that job like? So, you can go ahead. Go well, ahead, I, I think some of it can be challenging. It seems like it's getting harder and harder and harder to find people that really want to work here that are committed to a big challenge. I, I would definitely say that it's, um, I love working at JCDS. I love working with the individuals. Um, being at a DSP is um, a great thing in my life, um, coming to work and um, being able to see the individuals meeting different people and everything. Um, I think that's one of the highlights of coming to work and being a DSP and also being able to support um, the different individuals um, and helping get them get through the challenges that they face um, every day, especially um, with COVID and everything. Um, I think that's been pretty good. I think you guys both make a great point about the importance of that job. So Sharice, maybe um, talking about, maybe not so much during COVID, but maybe before mm -hmm. that, uh, and hopefully moving forward, um, just talk about what is a typical day like for a DSP? What can someone expect if they have that job? So a typical day for us is it starts at our day here at day services. It starts about eight o'clock. Um, individuals, they start coming in in between eight and 8.30. Um, some of them arrive by bus. Some of them arrive by um, their guardian or parents may bring them in a car. Um, and then they just come in, um, we greet them, we ask them, you know, how's how their weekend was, how their day was, how their night was, things like that. And then um, in the area I work in, I work in um, volunteer services. And so about 9, 
in between 9 and 11. Um, we start our day by doing uh, volunteer activities. And um, some of the activities that we do are we'll sew pillows, um, we'll make dog treats, um, we will um, make decorate uh, Meals on Wheels bags, um, and just various other um, volunteer activities. Um, we also might go on an outing in the morning. Um, so we might go somewhere like to a park or we might go take our volunteer stuff and take it to um, diff the different organizations that we make them for. Um, we also might do something fun. So we might go to the movies. Um, really, it's um, whatever the individuals plan for the week. We try to get their input um, as much as they would like. So basically what they want, what they want to do. Um, and then, so we'll do that in the morning. Um, we'll have lunch, so we'll help support them with lunch and everything. Um, they bring their, their own lunch in, um, and so we help them, um, you know, warm it up and everything. And then afterwards in the afternoon, we'll either do another craft project, um, a volunteer project, or we'll go on an outing. Um, we also have days where we do fun stuff. So we might have like karaoke for the day. Um, we might like have a dance party in the afternoon. Um, we might just, you know, have a like a movie day where we put on a movie and just, you know, just fun stuff that we do. Um, try to get everybody active. Um, we do like stretches, exercising, um, just a lot of different things. So that's basically what our typical day kind of looks like. And then everybody goes home between, I'd say, three and four. So it's just, you know, fun stuff, I guess, all day long. That, does, that sounds like a very uh, rewarding way to spend your day, to spend yeah. your work day. Um, so, Gary, I know that you live in a home where you have staff helping yeah. you at home. So maybe talk a little bit about what kinds of things do your staff help you with at home? Well, they, they help me with bathing, grooming, kind of whatever. Do you feel like staff kind of help you with your day-to-day -day, um, chores yeah. or tasks in your house? Do they help you with food yeah. or other things? Make your bed. The, the good thing is... Cook your dinner. There's, yeah, there, there's no set time that you have to get up, but there's certain, you know, type of things that you do have to get up for occasionally, like doctor's appointments, uh, and things like that. Sharice, maybe you can tell us also a little bit more. Um, I believe you work uh, in day services, but do you have some information about what a, rent, a residential uh, direct support professional would do? Yeah, so I've worked a lot in residential. Um, I've helped out a lot. So usually in a, like a residential home, it's kind of like being at your own home, except for you're just there helping support the individuals in their, in their home. So you'll help them, you know, with meals, um, help cook a meal. Um, you might have to help feed somebody their um, meal. And then you'll help them with um, showering, um, grooming, brushing teeth, um, anything that you would typically do at your home and need help supported in, them, you would just help them at their home. Um, 
they'll also need help with um, getting meds and then also um, helping, you know, take individuals to doctor's appointments if that's needed or physical therapy. Um, or, or sometimes you may have to take or put a person in the the hospital for yes reasons. um yes helping support somebody if you know they have to be in the hospital in a hospital stay um if you know if they have to go to the ER or something taking them there um also um in residential um you'll take them out like maybe they want to go out to eat for um you know like a Friday night they want to go out to eat so you would take them out to eat or they want to do something fun on the weekends, like go visit a zoo or, you know, something that's going on in the community. You'll take them out and do that kind of stuff with them. So not always all work, but just fun stuff also. Gary, what are some of the most fun things that you've done with staff in your house? Our house hasn't really been out except for recently when the COVID is kind of phased out, but Saturday we went to a, a new place that's called Whataburger, Whataburger, and they serve hamburgers, fries. Gee, I don't know, but <laughs> I do know they're open like 24 hours a day. <laughs> Whataburger sounds like a good a good place that you guys went. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, Sharice, can you talk a little bit about the training once you get this position? Is there training when you start and maybe ongoing training? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So when you um, start, um, they have training set up for you. So I think it's like you'll have two weeks of like classroom training and then they'll also have training for you wherever your job is going to be, whether it's in residential or day services, you'll learn um, on the job. Um, as far as like the classroom type of things, you'll go through MANT. Um, we have dementia training. Um, we also have med training um, and they'll go over um, how to give meds, when to give meds, um, what type of meds are being given. And they also go over as far as meds like how to give um, insulin, um, how to set up things like if someone needs help with a G-tube or a colostomy bag, um, care like that. Um, we also do trainings for, I can't even think right now. I think them are the basic ones is meds, um, dementia, um, I can't even think. We, there are also like a few other trainings that we do also, but um, they're, they pretty much prepare you pretty well, I think, and go over a lot of things. Um, they also will um, go over how to use lifts um, in the homes and also like using the lift in the car and things like that. So. so it sounds like you get a lot of training, so you don't have to come into this job knowing everything. No. And um you know, they're pretty good at training. And then there's also staff here that, you know, you, like I said, you'll get the on the job training and they're pretty confident in what they're doing. And so they'll train you also. So let's say someone heard about being a, a direct support professional on a media story, or maybe from this podcast, um, 
and they're thinking, wow, that sounds interesting, but I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if it's the right job for me. For both of you, how would you convince someone that they should give it a try? I would just say when I first started to be a DSP, I didn't know anything about it, nothing about it at all. And I had a um, woman that I worked with, her daughter um, was in services. So she was like, you know, they they need help, they need support, um, and you'd be a good person just to, you know, go. So I started and I would just say to convince somebody, you know, it's very rewarding. Um, it is challenging at times, but at the end of the day, you know, it's nice to see the smiles on um, the individual's faces that you work with and to know that, you know, you come to work and basically you come to work to make them happy, to make them smile, and it's worth it at the end of the day. Um, and if somebody is like, oh, I don't know, even if you're just considering it, you just probably be, if, if you're hesitant to work, it means that you probably care about people and that, you know, you want to do a good job. So I'd say they're probably a great person to come in and, you know, come and work. But like you said, times, times are hard yeah. uh, for, for residential. I mean, um, there's there's just so many opportunities that you can interact with the individuals. Gary, when you think about some of the staff you've had through the years and you think about your favorite ones or the ones who, who you just liked being with the best, um, what were they like? What kind of person makes a good staff person or a good DSP? Well, when, when, when they're very upbeat and want, want to help you, want to take you to doctor's appointments, want to make sure that when you do get those appointments set up that you uh, respect the doctors or who's ever whoever time you're taking you want them to know that you want to be feeling good and looking good and everything like that. That's a great description of the kind of staff that we're looking for. Thank you for sharing that. Well, Sharice and Gary, thank you so much for joining us today. And good, lu- good luck with, uh, with the virtual interviews. Hope you get some good DSPs from that. Thank you so much. Thank right, you. Thanks very much. Thank you. Joining us now is Andy Green. He is a direct support professional with JCDS and is here to tell us a little bit about the work he does. Andy, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here. So, Andy, tell us a little bit about your job. Um, what a typical day is like for you as a direct support professional. Well, I'm a I, I work in employment, so actually, my day is a little bit different than uh, than a say a res person because uh, every day we're assisting individuals and in, and in doing their jobs basically. So every day we help other people do their job and receive a paycheck. So that could be as little as just 
setting up work for somebody, like giving them materials and they handle it, or maybe we some sometimes some individuals we have to modify the job a little bit in, for them to uh, be able to complete it. But it just depends. Yeah, we're much more work oriented, but we also when there is no work, we we do do uh, downtime activities, which is usually uh, by committees the way I've been doing it. So I just take a vote from everybody because I figure that's the democratic process <laughs> and see what everyone wants to do that day. And it's actually worked out pretty well. So tell us a little bit about um, when you talk about work, what kind of work are the individuals you support doing? What kind of jobs? Um, talk us through what that looks like. Uh, well, like our core jobs right now are um, document destruction where the staff will go out to different locations and pick up shredding that needs to be shredded. And then the individuals will uh, place it on the shredding thing. Shredding, there's a big belt and basically they just help, help it get shredded. And our other job is Great Plains Laboratories, which um, we assemble urine kits for them and we do other versions of it. But basically it's labeling boxes, placing the items in the boxes in the correct order and just making sure that everything's the way it's supposed to be. So the fact that you are helping people work, earn a paycheck, be more independent, um, yeah. as, as a staff person that, that sort of helps that happen, how does that make you feel? Well, you know, you're making a little a difference in someone's world every day when you come in. And usually they, they, after a while, you know, the individuals realize that's what you're doing and they're just like happy to see you every day. Like every day I come to work, even if I'm not in the best mood when I get to work, everyone's just cheerful and happy to see you every day. So that's, that's kind of nice. So um, what, what kind of qualifications do you think um, make a good DSP or at least a good candidate for a DSP? What kind of person is JCDS looking for? You know, that's kind of a tough question. And I, I think the, the big, the biggest qualification I would say, which anybody has, if they're using it is the ability to listen. Cause I think a lot of times in our job, we just assume we know everything and we don't, you know, ask the individuals what they need, what they want. And the more we do that, the more we're enriching their lives. So I'd say that's the biggest thing. And just the ability to, uh, to change jobs, do, do multiple tasks at the same time, multitasking, at least in my job is very important because I might be helping someone work and then someone might need help in the restroom and then somebody else needs help with something else. And it's all happening simultaneously. So multitasking is probably a good task, good thing to be able to do. And just, you know, be understanding too. I think that's understanding just of differences in people because everyone's different and it's a little more pronounced here. So just being understanding of that. And I'll ask you the same question I asked earlier. If there's someone that's watching this or maybe saw a media story about uh, your virtual interviews coming up and they're sort of on the fence, they're not sure that if maybe this is the job for them, but they're intrigued how would you convince somebody to at least um, take a chance and investigate it a little bit? Well, I mean, like I said before, like um, with, with what, what I'm doing specifically every day, you're helping someone make a little bit of money. And there's a, when you, when you get to pass out the paychecks to the individuals every time, and you know, maybe the amounts aren't massive, but they're just so thrilled and, and happy with themselves, which, you know, basically you're making someone's life a little bit better every day. And there's not a whole lot of jobs where you can say that. Well, I think that is a great place to close. Thank you so much for, for talking to us about what that job is like, uh, the position of a direct support professional and um, 
talking about the kind of person that JCDS would be interested in hiring. So thanks so much for joining us today. We wanted to make sure you had all of the information for JCDS's upcoming virtual job interviews for direct support professionals. These take place on Tuesday, April 12th from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. All of the information you need is available in a few places, online at jobs.jcds.org. You can also go to the Facebook event. You just can access it from at JocoJCDS. That's the Facebook page that will link you to the event. A lot of good information there about how the virtual interviews work. There's two links available, one where you RSVP and another one where you complete the online application. It's important to know that in addition to a $1,000 hiring bonus, the starting pay for a DSP with Johnson County Developmental Supports is $15.71 an hour. A lot of good information about um, wellness and benefits as well. So we just encourage anyone that's interested to go to the website or the Facebook page and learn more about the virtual job interviews taking place on Tuesday, April 12th. Thank you so much for watching this episode of JoCo on the Go. You just heard JoCo on the Go. Join us next time for more everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JoCoGov. For more on this podcast, visit JoCoGov.org backslash podcast. Thanks for listening.